Thank you so much for checking out the program this week from the HIV Diaries podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Podbean, Facebook, Facebook facebook.com backslash HIV Diaries. Spirit Life Media at Yahoo.com is how you get in touch with the program. And you may also find us on Stitcher and iHeartRadio. The original program that was planned for this week, titled Honor Thy Children, which is the official start of our discussion on the topic of child abuse, will not be airing this week. It will be airing next week due to a technical difficulty beyond our control. However, in its place this week will be a best of. This was uh, quite an interesting little thing for me to do, to go back and select elements from the older shows from when the podcast first started to become available. And I'll tell you why. It was like listening to a totally different personality, a totally different voice. And you'll hear that in this. (laughs) And I'll tell you something else too. I have never really hidden the fact that I do tend to blend a lot of my personal life in with my program. Um, That's just how I've always been. And and, uh, I guess it kind of sets me apart from the crowd. You know, some people have given me some heat for it. I've even heard some people say, you know, Jay, not everything is for your audience. And, you know, they may be right. But in my case, nothing is off limits at all whatsoever. And in just a few short moments, you will be hearing a selection from the HIV Diaries podcast from January of 2019. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you after the best of. The doctor is in. I filed for divorce last week. And it's something that I never thought in a million years that I would do. But when you realize that your marriage is over it tends to really hit you hard and if you're like me and i don't know if you are but i'm an incredibly emotional person and it seems like that's as i've gotten older it seems to be a trend with me Uh, i kind of wear my heart on my sleeve for things i believe in and things i stand up for and for the people that I guess I, you know, to use a term that's used now widely, the people that I roll with. Look, here's my philosophy on life. It's very simple. If you respect me, I'm going to respect you. I go with those that brought me to the dance. And, you know, you learn very quickly in, in times like that, that, you know, the people who you thought you could trust, you can't. And it, it, it really also opens up your eyes to a lot of things. And I got to tell you, I've had some really awesome people in my corner over these last couple, three months. But you learn very quickly when you go through a really traumatic event like that, through like a, a divorce that sometimes you just have to kind of roll with it. And focusing on me is something that I haven't done for a really long time because, quite frankly, I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to be myself. And so, in being myself, that makes the transition to the topic for this week's show. And the topic that I'm going to cover on this week's show is dating. This isn't just any kind of dating now. 
This is dating from the point of view of someone who has HIV. When you have HIV, you're dating life where you're looking for that companion in a potential significant other, whatever you want to call it, lover, it changes. And, you know, to go along with that, with the whole dating thing, just to add a little bit of a humorous slant, if you've ever had the joy of trying to watch me flirt with another woman, it's pretty comical. My dad used to joke around and and say that you let me know when you're going to do that and I'll sell tickets and put out lawn chairs. I'm like, thanks, dad. And you know, what's even worse is my inability to be able to pick up when women are flirting with me back or when they're just flirting with me, period, and they're interested in whatever the case may be. It sucks. It's always sucked. Even back when I was single the first time, how I managed to be with as many women as I did is beyond me. But getting back here to the, uh, I guess, topic of conversation, there's this article that came up, credit to pause.com, and this is written by Andari Guess. It's published on January the 10th. This is the headline. Five things an HIV negative person needs to know when dating a positive person. The world of HIV has changed with so many advances being made, including easier HIV regimens requiring less pills, which is true, by the way. Because I only take one pill a day. Uh, Continues, more prevention options such as PrEP and more media visibility of those sharing uh, their HIV status, both celebrities and the common Joe, which is funny, or Mary. Don't know anybody named Mary. I've heard of Mary Mary by Run DMC, but that's a whole nother story. Hey, that rhymed. Sadly, stigma continues to have an attachment to HIV. Yet, even that is shifting as there are more people open to dating someone living with the virus. I should know, as I've been in a relationship for the past 21 years with a person who is HIV negative. But the article continues. We met online during the AOL chat room times. Boy, those were the days, weren't they? (laughs) At that time, I was all about quickies and not really looking for a long-term relationship. Been there, done that. A lot. Uh, moving on. Besides, because I was living with HIV, I didn't think a relationship long or short was an option. I also thought I would only be attractive to someone who has HIV, uh, themselves because I was denied by others. Again, going back to the stigma, it sucks. Stigma really, really sucks because dating with HIV is, um, not easy. It's really, really not easy. I mean, how do you break it to someone that you're on a date with when the topic comes up that, hey, you have HIV? How do you do that? Because how many people really know about all the advances, you know? It's a scary, scary thing. People assume, or sometimes people assume rather, uh, my partner is positive and I have to correct their ignorance. In fact, we have had the most loving relationship we could squeeze out of the years we've been together. In that spirit, I would like to share some of my insights of being in a positive negative relationship with advice for negative individuals who have recently started a relationship or dated, or dating rather, uh, someone who is positive or considering for that matter, dating someone who's positive. Point number one, you can still have a healthy sexual relationship. Uh, It was once thought that being in a sexual relationship with someone positive carried the risk that their partner would pass the virus on to them. Uh, Even before PrEP, 
there was little risk as long as couples were practicing safe sex and using condoms. But with the arrival of PrEP, PrEP reduces the risk of getting HIV from sex by more than 99%. But if you're on PrEP and your partner who has HIV is undetectable, there's pretty much it's 99%, actually more than 99% effective. In fact, I think it's like 99.6, 99.7. It's freaking amazing. Next point. Don't freak out when we get a cold or some other ailment. Simply because we may catch a cold or get exposed to the flu doesn't mean you have to come at us like a military mom ready to send us to the ER. People living with HIV, we get sick just like everyone else. It's true. Uh, yes, sometimes it may take a little longer to clear up. And other times it might even be so brief, you wonder if we are even faking it. That is true as well. But when those moments happen, depending on how much your partner likes to be smothered with TLC, simply don't start sizing them up for a casket. I swear to God, if whoever I'm with next does that, I'm out. <laughs> But a nice blanket with access to binge watch Netflix may make a difference. Yes, it will. I love that last line. But a nice blanket with access to binge watch Netflix may make a difference. I love that. I guess in my case, it would be the WWE Network or uh, Amazon Prime or I don't know, maybe the Shout Factory app. But uh, you get where I'm going with that. Next one, don't take it personally if I don't want you to come to my medical appointments. This is an interesting one. Sometimes it may feel like we want our partner at every appointment we have with our HIV primary doctor, but it's really not necessary. There is some value to taking a partner to an appointment only to introduce the doctor to our new Amor. Interesting choice of words there. But as a warning, if you go, you'll discover something about our visits. They're boring. Yeah, to a certain degree. You'll learn we arrive on time for our appointment only to be seen late by the doctor. When we finally speak to the doctor, the visit itself may last less than 15 minutes. That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is very, very true. I'm not even going to argue that. That's true. Then there's more waiting to draw blood for your labs, of which results are not provided until another day. Also true. Uh, some visits are anticlimactic. So if we say no, we're actually doing you a favor and saving you from boredom. Yeah, I would agree with that. But if you want to come along, it's your choice. Love to have you. Next one, don't watch me take my pills every day. <laughs> okay, uh, this is my own little irksome annoyance and something my partner did early on. Whenever I took my daily HIV medication, he would watch me like a hawk with Disney tears of sympathy as if I was swallowing a fistful of knives, followed up with him asking if I was okay. Uh, yes, it shows that your partner cares, uh, but in an ironic way, it wasn't the pills that reminded me I had HIV. It was the increasing attention from my partner that reminded me of the disease. You know, I... I yeah, okay. I can see that. You know, and, and it's true because that leads me to the next one, which is don't love me any different. And I want everyone to listen to this because this is important. The last advice is the simplest one. When entering into a relationship with someone who has HIV, don't enter the relationship thinking you're doing them a favor. Relationships are built on an equal playing field and not of one feeling they are either settling or someone coming into it as a savior. I would rather be alone if I knew my partner had those intentions. To have a long sustaining relationship, all you have to do is show love. It's as simple as that. Our life doesn't revolve 100% around HIV, so why would we want a relationship that does? 
but knowing that someone loves me for me, my HIV status and all is wonderful. Just prepare yourself for mutual affection.